0: as a called and ordained servant of Christ and by his authority. I therefore forgive you all of your sins in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Be with you. Let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, you despise nothing you have made and forgive the sins of all who are penitent. Create in us new and contrite Mm -hmm. hearts that, lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, we may receive from you full pardon and forgiveness. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.
1: The Old Testament reading for Ash Wednesday is from Joel, chapter 2. Yet even now, declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping, and with mourning. And rend your hearts and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love, and he relents over disaster. Who knows whether he will not turn and relent and leave a blessing behind him, a grain offering and a drink offering for the Lord your God? Blow the trumpet in Zion. Consecrate the fast, call a solemn assembly, gather the people, consecrate the congregation, assemble the elders, gather the children, even nursing infants. Let the bridegroom leave his room, and the bride her chamber. Between the vestibule and the altar, let the priests, the ministers of the Lord, weep and say, Spare your people, O Lord. And make not your heritage a reproach, a byword among the nations. Why should they say among the peoples, Where is their God? Then the Lord became jealous for his land and had pity on his people. The Lord answered and said to his people, Behold, I am sending to you grain, wine, and oil, and you will be satisfied, and I will no more. Make your reproach among the nations. This is the word of the Lord. The epistle is from 2 Corinthians chapters 5 and 6. We implore you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. For our sake he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Working together with him, then, we appeal to you not to receive the grace of God in vain, for he says, In afflictions, hardships, calamities, beatings, imprisonments, riots, labors, sleepless nights, hunger. By purity, knowledge, patience, kindness, the Holy Spirit, genuine love. By truthful speech and the power of God. With the weapons of righteousness for the right hand and for the left. Through honor and dishonor, through slander and praise. We are treated as impostors and yet are true, as unknown and yet well known, as dying and behold we live, as punished and yet not killed, as sorrowful yet always rejoicing, as poor yet making many rich, as having nothing yet possessing everything. This is the word of the Lord.
0: Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 6th chapter. Jesus says, Beware of practicing your righteousness before other people in order to be seen by them, for then you will have no reward from your Father who is in heaven. Do not lay up treasures for yourselves on earth, where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. This is the Gospel of the Lord.
2: The name of Jesus. The fog of war. That's what a retired serviceman dubbed it as he conversed with his civilian friend, who was describing his feelings and state of mind amidst recent events. There is fog to war in the general's command center amidst the battlefield's fray and sometimes even in civilian life, cacophonies of noise, visual eruptions, and an overload of information to be processed right away. Rare and worthy are those who cut through that fog, see past those flashes, and hear beyond that noise, who are calm, and who with a singular and internal clarity know the right course of action and take it. Though their boots stand alongside others, they soldier in a secret place. It's something like this that Jesus means to open. It's where he means to take us. A secret place For the heart stands before God, quiet, undivided, clear. Notice how Jesus describes the Father as being both in heaven and in secret. Notice how Jesus wants our hearts in heaven with a single treasure. Notice how Jesus beckons us to interiority and a certain secrecy. Jesus is out to free your heart to a unified inner life with God. That's going to take some doing. It's not just that we lack undisturbed inner composure. It's that we might well lack any inner life at all. What place in your life remains secret? I don't mean your sin, whose proper place is not the secrecy of your guilt, but the seal of private confession. I mean, what's in your heart that is so deep, beautiful, wondrous, and true that you couldn't post it, tweet it, put it on your bumper, or share it with a photo? What part of you can't be seen? observed, monitored, censored? Or from another direction, what part of your life is not simply a response to the external stimuli and obligations of your given situation? Is there some part of you that is more than fulfilling work orders, answering your emails, paying your bills and washing the dishes, And if that part of you even exists, is it definitively the most important part? If we examined ourselves, would we even find an inner life? An inner life with a singular highest prize and asset, a treasure. Jesus indicates a threefold path to the secret place where a united heart stands before God. It is a path of privation in relation to others, in relation to God, and in relation to ourselves. The privations of this threefold path, giving to the needy, prayer, and fasting, the classic disciplines of Lent, are not so much things that we do as they are things that we lose and let go. They have to do with things falling away. And falling away, noise diminishes, clarity increases, and rediscovery with fresh singularity takes place. When we give to the needy, secretly, We are deprived of their and others' gratitude. We lose recognition by others as a motivation for our actions. We come to experience virtue that stands above what is signaled, that can act quietly without external support. Praying privately is not foremost about what we say but about learning to listen. In private prayer, we are deprived of words about God. The din and the noise of the religious chatter mill to which we readily contribute are replaced with the whisper of clear, intimate words from God and back to God. In private prayer, we experience a renewal of the creator-creature relationship where God speaks first and we respond in like fashion. Fasting is self-privation in which one's self is rediscovered. In fasting, we are deprived of things we like to which we're drawn, sometimes rather irresistibly or compulsively. In fasting, we're liberated from things that control us. We see our motivations in clearer relief. We trade in being consumed for being composed. So when we lend a hand without being concerned about a pat on the back, then we are free in relation to others. When we listen to God and communicate with God without having to prop up discourse about God, then we are free in relation to God. And when we forego consumption and refuse to be compelled and consumed, then we are free in relation to ourselves. The medieval Dominican Catherine of Siena, who spent a good deal of time in her private cell in the monastery spoke also of a, quote, cell of the heart, where one could always dwell in safety with God. Almsgiving, prayer, and fasting mark out a threefold path to a secret place where noise falls away, where fragmentation and distraction are checked. And where a more unified heart stands before God. This secret place, which is next door to and offers glimpses of heaven, is a place of faith. For faith has to do with how God sees us, even when no one else does. Faith listens to God and is the proper reply to all his words. Faith knows that man does not live by Mars bars, exercise, and Netflix binging. Faith follows Jesus. Jesus, who with total and singular clarity saw through the great fog of our human conflict and made for the cross, opening a new place for the human heart before God. In the holy name of Jesus. Amen.
0: I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten, not made, I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Dear brothers and sisters of our Lord Jesus Christ, on this day the Church begins a holy season, a prayerful reflection. Our attention is especially directed to the holy sufferings and death of our Lord Jesus Christ. From ancient times, the season of Lent has been kept as a time of special devotion, self-denial, and humble repentance, born of a faithful heart that dwells confidently on His Word and draws from it life and hope. Let us pray that our dear Father in heaven, for the sake of his beloved Son, and in the power of his Holy Spirit, richly bless this Lenten tide for us, that we may come to Easter with glad hearts and keep the feast as his own dear children.
3: Heaven. Have mercy. God the Son, Redeemer of the world. Have mercy. God the Holy Spirit. Have mercy, be gracious to us. us to Lord. Be gracious to us. from all sin from all error from all evil from the crafts and assaults of the devil from sudden and evil death from pestilence and famine from war and bloodshed from sedition and from rebellion from lightning and tempest from all calamity by fire and water and from everlasting death <laughs> the mystery of your holy incarnation, by your holy nativity, by your baptism, fasting, and temptation, by your agony and bloody sweat, by your cross and passion, by your precious death and burial, by your glorious resurrection and ascension, and by the coming of the Holy Spirit, the Comforter. Amen. all time of our tribulation, in all time of our prosperity, in the hour of death and in the day of judgment, Help us, o Lord. we poor sinners implore you to, give us, o Lord. to prosper the preaching of your word, to bless our prayer and meditation, to strengthen and preserve us in the true faith. And to give heart to our sorrow and strength to our repentance, we invite you to the Lord to draw to yourself, to bless those who are instructed in the faith, to watch over and console the poor, the sick, the distressed, the lonely, the forsaken, the abandoned, <clears throat> and all who stand in need of our prayers. To give abundant blessing to all works of mercy, and to have mercy on us all. Voice, us, Lord. To turn our hearts to you, to turn the hearts of our enemies, persecutors, and slanderers, and graciously to hear our prayers. Jesus Christ, Son of God. Give to him. Christ, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. Have mercy. Christ, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. Have mercy. Christ, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world.
0: God, you desire not the death of sinners, but rather that they turn from their wickedness and live. We implore you to have compassion on the frailty of our mortal nature, for we acknowledge that we are dust, until dust we shall return. Mercifully pardon our sins, that we may obtain the promises you have laid up for those who are repentant, Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. O Lord our God, you have commanded the light to shine out of darkness, and you have again brought us to your house of prayer to praise your goodness and ask for your gifts. Accept now in your endless mercy the sacrifice of our worship and thanksgiving, and grant us those requests which will be wholesome for us. Make us children of the light and of the day and heirs of your everlasting inheritance. Remember, O Lord, according to the multitude of your mercies, your whole church, all who join with us in prayer, all our sisters and brothers, wherever they may be in your vast kingdom, who stand in need of your help and comfort, pour out upon them the riches of your mercy, so that we, redeemed in soul and body, and steadfast in faith, may ever praise your wonderful and holy name. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and always, through all ages of ages. Amen. Peace with you. Oh. Yeah. The Lord be with you. And with Lift up your hearts.
4: We lift up your hearts.
0: Let us give thanks to the Lord our God.
4: It is right to give thanks and praise.
0: It is truly good, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you, Holy Lord, Almighty Father, everlasting God, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who overcame the assaults of the devil and gave his life as a ransom for many, that with cleansed hearts we might be prepared joyfully to celebrate the Paschal Feast in sincerity and truth. Therefore, with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and saying... Bless you, Lord of heaven and earth. You've had mercy on those whom you created. And sent your only begotten Son into our flesh to bear our sin and be our Savior. With repentant joy we receive the salvation accomplished for us by the all-availing sacrifice of His body and His blood on the cross. Gathered in the name and the remembrance of Jesus, we beg you, O Lord, to forgive renew and strengthen us with your word and spirit grant us faithfully to eat his body and drink his blood as he bids us do in his own testament gather us together we pray from the ends of the earth to celebrate with all the faithful the marriage feast of the lamb and his kingdom which has no end graciously receive our prayers deliver and preserve us Lord, O Father, be all glory, honor, and worship with the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory,
5: forever and ever. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, "Take, hey, eat. This is my body which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me." In the same way also, he took the cup after a supper. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you. This cup is the New Testament in my blood, which he shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me. The peace the Lord be with you always. Amen.
3: Oh,
0: body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ strengthen and preserve you in body and soul to life everlasting. Go in peace. Amen. Amen.
1: Let us pray. We give thanks to you, almighty God, that you have refreshed us through this salutary gift, and we implore you that of your mercy you would strengthen us through the same in faith toward you and fervent love toward one another. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his
0: face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen.